0: Well, there are a lot of eyes on the Vatican today, a place I've been a few times to cover stories. Leaders of Métis and Inuit delegations called on Pope Francis, who they met with today in separate meetings, to bring perpetrators of abuse at Canada's residential schools to justice, saying the Catholic Church must stop shielding those who committed crimes and hold them to account. The two meetings, one for each delegation, are the first of several this week between Catholic authorities and Indigenous leaders from this country. The president of the Métis National Council says she feels Pope Francis is committed to a journey of justice after their meeting today. Cassidy Carroll says Francis did not provide an apology for the church's rule in residential schools, but she adds they have always requested that, that take place on Canadian soil. Here's what Cassidy Carroll had to say today in Rome.
1: He and Catholics around the world must now do the work of translating the words that we have spoken today and will continue to speak from their heads into their hearts and ultimately into real action. And while the time for acknowledgement, apology, and atonement is long overdue, it is never too late to do the right thing.
0: Carol says the pontiff repeated the words truth, justice, and healing, which she took as a personal commitment from Pope Francis. First Nation delegates, First Nations delegates, rather, are scheduled to meet and hold their own meeting, private meeting with Pope Francis on Thursday, and there will be a general audience with all three Indigenous groups on Friday. Well, joining me for more now in from Calgary is Indigenous legal legal advocate Rachel Ann Snow. Thanks so much for being here tonight. Oh, you're wel- you're welcome. Um, I guess just. You know, I, I've I've been to the Vatican to cover stuff. It can be very ceremonial and very high on ceremony and very low on you know on concrete steps. Did, from what you're hearing today, did, were you satisfied, at least from a distance, with what you're seeing emerge from from those meetings today?
1: Well, first of all, it was the Métis and the Inuit who were meeting, and I think mm-hmm. uh, Canada, and especially mainstream uh, media sources, have to understand that we are distinct. We are distinct indigenous yes, groups. So the First Nation people, mm-hmm. we are we are slated or going to be speaking on Thursday. So right. I'm more concerned about that um, sure. that audience.
0: Yeah, we could talk about that then. In that case, I mean, again, it's just we we heard some some comments coming out today just about about what the Pope's reception was. It seemed to have been they were happy with its warmth, at least. But yeah, tell me a bit about about Thursday because that will be a huge day, and then Friday, all three groups will be meeting again. Uh, what are you hoping to see on Thursday?
1: Well, for one thing, I think that for one thing, I said that this was uh, they're talking about First Nation leadership going over to the Vatican, and we have consistently said that we need to hear from the grassroots voices. The grassroots voices, like the people or the relatives of the families that were found in um, in the uh, gravesite at Kamloops, those people, their voices have to come to the forefront because it's always um, these in leadership positions that are speaking. And while they may or may not have gone through some residential school experience, I appreciate that, but at the same time, I think, it's the people on the ground, the people who are voiceless. They're the people who need to have a say or need to have some concrete actions. And that starts with Canada. It doesn't start in Rome. It doesn't start at the Vatican. It doesn't start across, you know, across the waters. It starts here. And because of because that is that kind of reconciliation is not happening in Canada right now, I think we need to address that first before um, leaders or whoever, contingencies go off, and seek non-apologies and some undetermined time in the future.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think that that's the idea of doing it. Obviously, the symbolism of it, I suppose, is, is something. But you're, but absolutely. So, if if what could be achieved through this, then I mean, obviously, there are records that should be released. We understand what what would be a, an okay outcome out of this, even if it's not making a difference, the right kind of difference in this country
1: well I think uh that's <laughs> that is the that is actually the very crux of the issue. The issue is that we need to see actions happening from the Canadian government. We need Canada to be siding with us or putting um, putting some pressure on uh, the Roman Catholic Church instead of allowing the court case that went uh, that went in Saskatchewan where the Catholic Church was kind of exonerated in having to make any kind of payments to the first nation people when those types of things happen and canada doesn't do anything it's like canada and the churches were complicit in organizing these genocidal schools against first nation people for you know to crush out our existence and we're not seeing a change in that we're not seeing anything that's different we hear the rhetoric we hear the apology non apologies we see the contingencies going uh, about my um apparently on our behalf but they haven't talked to the people at the ground level so how is that going to result in anything that has more than just symbolic significance or you know it's it's past afn leaders who are over there or past uh national spokespeople who are over there it's not actually you know a person whose child or who actually went through the residential school experience aside from uh Chief Casimir, who is uh, there from Kamloops, but from
0: Kamloops. the actual
1: people on the ground are not getting their voices heard, and that, to me, is the biggest, the biggest hardship, because we only hear from the leadership, or the, you know, I put that in quotation marks, the leadership, mm-hmm. and they are doing this on our behalf. If they really were doing this on our behalf, then there would have been consultation, there would have been uh, going to First Nation communities, especially those communities affected And speaking directly to the residential school survivors or, again, taking those point people from the grassroots level who have the most heartfelt stories, taking them and giving them the audience.
0: Yeah, I I wasn't aware, I mean, obviously I wasn't aware of how much consultation, actual consultation had gone on. One would think, hopefully, that anybody representing uh, any community, if they were to go to meet somebody, to go do something as important as go to the Vatican and meet the Pope, that there would have been widespread conversations about what exactly they would be representing when they got there.
1: Well, I'm seeing on social media, because I'm on different social media outlets, I'm seeing a lot of uh, pushback from the grassroots people I'm seeing, you know, that it's an incredible waste of time. Why are we begging for an apology? You know what should be what should have been done is that uh, the things that were to be set in place here in Canada should be dealt with first. And that even goes that even includes our leadership structures because we're having a lot of issues within this country. You know, this land, our homelands itself, and that is falling to the wayside while this uh, pomp and ceremony happens across the waters.
0: Speaking of pomp and ceremony, the Prime Minister is headed to Williams Lake First Nation uh this week. Um is is that is that anything that uh, that you think may, may lead is that is that a good move or anything that, that is encouraging?
1: Well, Williams Lake is uh, a BC is in British Columbia, is it not?
0: Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. Yeah. And he's headed there this so, week. Uh this that's after yeah, it was one of the more recent schools where they where they did uh where they located excavation. what they believe is to be graves. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yes. Yeah. So that is happening, you know, I think that uh, there's a, there's sort of a, you can see sort of the one-two punch of the Canadian government happening right now. They released a figure of $40 billion going out to for the harms for the people or for the children that were taken away through the Indigenous or through the Provincial Child and Family Service System, and then they are also hyping up this trip to the Vatican, and now Trudeau is going to Williams Lake. Well, it all, it's all for surface value, right? It's all for the photo opportunities and for it's not actually anything tangible like a healing program or like a bringing together of national uh, residential school voices to a healing place or having some kind of a commemoration with the grassroots people at the level or at the sites where these, where these types of abuses and horrendous, the horrendous genocidal stories we hear took place. And that is something that is very necessary instead of just the talk and the symbolism and the action of going about and the pretense of doing something on the issue. We actually need the work on the ground, at the ground level, on the reserves or in our communities to be happening.
0: Last word to you, uh, Rachel Ann Snow, is there anything that could emerge this week uh, from the Vatican that that you might feel would be a step in the right direction?
1: Uh, I can honestly say I don't think there will be because I think that, you know, that Canada has to understand that there are the voices of opposition, the voices, the First Nation grassroots voices that are very, that have been struggling to be heard in a proper forum. And if we don't hear those voices and if we don't give space to those very necessary harms and ills and the hurt that is happening within our communities, then we're going to continue to just look at um, national or we're going to look at papers or royal commissions or commissions, and we're going to see some kind of, you know, we're going to see some kind of recommendations that come out, and all the Canadians across the country can sort of um, let out a breath of... uh, of, or let, stop holding their breath and think we're doing something or we've tried to do something but until you hear those from those actual people who are suffering within the systems and who are still facing racism, trauma, intergenerational trauma, lateral violence, a huge number of community deaths, poverty until we hear actually from those voices what is happening for currently in Canada, I don't see that any kind of machinations across you know across the waters are ever going to make that much of a difference except you know in the minds or at the surface level for for our people and my hope is that if we have the audience if we have the voice to speak that we'll be able to restore and bring re restore bring back some of the strong identity the beauty the wonderment the the positive things that we have, uh, that we hold as Indigenous people who are tied to the creator and creation in this land.
0: Rachel Ann Snow, thank you so much for your perspective tonight. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Good night.